0: Everyone, you're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastor's Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. Well, what if I told you that someone's trying to catch you? What if I told you that someone is tying a fly just for you? And the fly is individualized, it's customized. And the fly will be presented to you over and over. And then what if I told you that this fisherman wants to catch you, to reel you in, to drag you into the boat? Some are like, come on, man, you gotta be kidding me. That's a stretch. Someone is fishing for me? Well, the answer is a resounding yes, because as you look at the scriptures, you see Jesus was all about fishing. As I said earlier, Jesus and he said, once we become followers, we're to fish. Jesus fishes for you and me. We have a choice either to take the bait to get hooked or not. Conversely, the devil, that's right, the devil also is fishing. He wants to keep you and me from discovering this incredible purpose, this amazing plan that God has for our lives. And. If we could see the agenda that God has for us, we wouldn't believe it. We'd be like, are you kidding me? It's that amazing, it's that awesome? That's the kind of plan that God has. So the enemy wants to keep us from God's purpose. How does he do that? Through temptation, through, through fishing. In fact, the whole word, the whole concept of, of being tempted, of being enticed, it's a fisherman's term. The picture behind the, the, the phraseology in the book of James, for example, James chapter 1, in the original language, the, the term is exel kanemas. That's hard to say. Exel kanimas. It means literally to lure a fish from cover to trap a fish. So, yes, Jesus is the master caster, and I would say Satan is the caster of disaster, how about that? Jesus wants to move us from death to life. The devil wants to move us from life to death. That's his, that's his agenda. Now, you might be going, Ed, come on, man. Are you telling me that you believe, that you really believe in a dark, personal, sinister force called the devil? I mean, you've, you've been educated, you've done master's work, doctorate work. You're telling me you believe that? Yes. All you have to do is look around and see our world is insane. Am I the only one? No. Look at the genocide. Look at the racism. Look at the violence. How do you explain porn, for example, being a $97 billion industry worldwide? How do you explain child abuse? How do you explain the marital mayhem and the fragmented families? How do you explain that? A damaged chromosome? Your nursery was painted the wrong color? Your diapers were put on too tight? No, no, no. It's much more deeper, it's much darker than that. There is someone called the enemy and he is organized and he's customized temptations just for you and for me. But we shouldn't run scared, we shouldn't go, oh no, I just can't live my life because the force is too strong. And isn't it tempting when we're involved in temptation to say, well, I'm the only one dealing with this. I mean, no one really is dealing with what I'm dealing with. I'm the only one. Well, that's not true. And then sometimes we'll say, I've said this before, well, peer pressure. I mean, everybody else is doing it, so I guess I can just join in and, and do that. And then we'll, we'll, we'll think, well, you know, if I, if I do this, no one will know, and if I fall into this temptation, I sort of deserve it. You know, life is short, you gotta, you gotta go for it. Go with your feelings, right? Well, what did I do when I, I caught that big lemon shark? I did three things, and this is a three-fold process that we see in temptation. First of all, I tied a fly seductively. I'm going to tie a fly right now. I love to tie flies. And for, for those of you who don't really know that much about fishing, I, I enjoy all types of fishing, but my favorite type of fishing is fly fishing. And when you fly fish, you're casting the weight of the line. If you fish conventionally, like you would in a lake or, or whatever, it's the weight of the bait that propels it out there. When I'm thinking about tying, for example, a shark fly, sharks love the color red. Very seductive color. Very sexy color. So here's how I tied that fly that caught that shark. I'll take the thread. And this is called a vice. And I'll make a thread base. The enemy... Is looking at your life. He's looking at my life and going, what? what can I use? What is the best fly to take that girl out? Maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it's greed. I don't know. Maybe it's uh maybe it's priorities, getting your priorities all screwed up. Or 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 maybe he looks at a guy and goes, Wow, um, a fly. So many temptations deal with the fly when it comes to a guy, right? <laughs> that was good, that was good. So some of you might get that later. But anyway, when I'm tying, when I'm tying a, a shark fly, for example, sharks love bright colors. Color matters when you're fishing, it, it really does. Some people would argue that, but I fish long enough And I've asked the right people the right questions long enough to know that fish key in on certain colors. So what I'm going to do when I'm fishing for a shark is this shark is going to think this is a piece of sushi. I mean, this shark's going to go, wow, I love it. So what I'll do is I'll tie these feathers on the hook. Fly tying is very therapeutic. If you don't do it and you like to fish, just try it. You'll like it. So I tie this on the hook. And that's what the enemy's doing right now. I mean, God doesn't want us to, to be afraid of it, but it's just the reality. And I love how the Bible keeps it real, you know? The Bible is a treatise on how to deal with temptation. But there's an upside to temptation that we're gonna talk about. Yeah, there's a horrendous side, but there's also a tremendous side to temptation. So I got that fly. That's looking good. A shark would love that. And let me see what else. Oh, 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 I got to put some flash in the fly. You got to have some flash, don't you? You do. I mean, what's a fly without flash? What's a temptation without flash? You got to have some flash in there. It's just like, you got you to gotta, you gotta get that shark's attention. And that's what, that's what the devil does in all of our lives. He just gets our attention and he's like, man, just look at it. I know you wouldn't do it. But just look at it. I mean, it, wouldn't, it ain't gonna hurt you to look at it, you know, and put a little flash in there. And all right. Well, it's pretty, pretty seductive, doesn't it? If you're a shark, I'm telling you, sharks, they love this. So then I'll tie some knots. Boom, 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 boom. We're ready to go right now. That's it. Look at that fly. The devil himself is tying a fly for you. Why? Because you matter so much. Why? Because you're so amazing. Why? Because he knows what's going to happen as you continue to do what God wants you to do. That's why you're feeling temptation. So temptation should tip us off. It should be like, whoa, I matter that much. I mean, my future is that bright. You see, that's where the devil is stupid. The devil is not omnipresent, but he is organized. And he has an organized plan to keep us from the best. So it starts with the fly. He ties the fly seductively. Also notice something else that he does in his process. He chums strategically. What is chum? You saw it. You cut some fish up, throw it in the water, and the fish will come. And, 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 and pretty much fishermen say, when you chum, the big sharks will come. The devil is chumming in your life and mine. Just just, just throwing some stuff out there saying, I know, I know you wouldn't do it, but just think about it. What would it be like to hold her? I know you're married, but just think about it. What would it be like to hold her in your arms? I mean, what would it be like to, to be with her? With with him, I know you wouldn't do it, but but what would it be like to lie and to exaggerate to make the extra a bit of money? I mean, what? Just just I know you wouldn't do it. Just think about it. what would it be like to cheat at school? I mean, you don't have to study as much, and, and you, I mean, just I know you wouldn't do it, but he's chumming. He's chumming. And then notice something else. I got I got to have my fly rod out for this. Watch out. He then casts aggressively. The devil's a caster, man. Let's see if I can get this fly out here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here it comes. He's casting. Watch out. He casts. He casts. The devil does. So he sees somebody, he's patient, he sees somebody, he's like, okay, okay, yeah, a father of three, yeah, and I know it's kinda of crazy at home, so I'll tell you what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna put that attractive coworker at the office, and I know you won't do anything, but, 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 but and, he, and, he, and he fishes, right? He fishes, he casts, he casts accurately, he casts aggressively. He'll do all sorts of casts. Backhand cast, boom. <laughs> he'll do short cast, boom. <laughs> and sometimes he'll do the long cast, but he's casting. He's patient. He's like, it's okay, it's okay. I know you wouldn't do it in your position, you wouldn't do that, but I mean, just. You know, it, it, it's just gonna be out there, and temptation. Isn't it funny we don't like to talk about temptation? It's kind of a negative subject, isn't it? It's like, wow, Ed, I mean, I came to church today, and, 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 and you're talking about temptation. It's a doggy downer, man. It doesn't, doesn't, really, doesn't really feel good. Well, we're gonna see the good side, the positive side of temptation. There is a horrendous side, and there is a tremendous side to temptation. What is tempting you right now? Who is tempting you right now? Think about that temptation. Now, if you're away from God, you're not gonna really feel the pull of temptation. Because the enemy has you, and he's not really messing with you that much. He's like, man, that girl's already hooked. He's already hooked. Did you notice the shark? When I hooked the shark, The shark didn't know he was hooked for a while. I mean, that shark took the fly, he's like, oh boy, free sushi, he's gone. And you can tell it by the way shark swims. And suddenly though, after a while, he feels the force, he feels the steel, and he starts thrashing and splashing. What happens when we're hooked with temptation? What happens when I've been hooked with temptation? Oh, I've gotten away! No one will know. And some of you right now are thinking, man, I've been doing what you're saying. I've been cheating on my spouse. I've been messing around. You know, my priorities are all, you know, jacked up. I've been living this lie, I've been lying a lot, and everything is cool. You know, I'm making a lot of money, I'm successful, I'm the man, I'm the girl. Think about that shark. Everything's fine. Had the feathers in his mouth, he thought it was sushi. Everything's cool. He's just swimming in the warm Bahamian waters. All of a sudden, he, 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 hooked. Then you have thrashing and splashing. You have the collateral damage, don't you? You hurt people, situations. Unlike me, you know, when I catch a fish, I release the fish. The devil, what does he do? Takes the fish, calls the taxidermist. And he has an impressive trophy room. All these believers caught. <laughs> well, the Bible says in James chapter one. Now, James is a half-brother of Jesus. So here's just what I love about the book of James. Think about this. You can't fool your family. I mean, this is Jesus' brother. Radically a follower of his brother, Jesus. And here's what he says. Let nobody say when they're tempted, oh, God is tempting me. On social media, what do we do? We love to tag people. Well, the Bible says don't tag God with temptation. God does not tempt anyone. The devil tempts us to make us do wrong. God tests us to make us strong. That's the deal. So God cannot tempt, why? It, why, why, why can't God tempt? Because God cannot even entertain evil. So for God to tempt you or me would be for God to cease being God. The enemy does it. And, and James just breaks it down. Say breaks it down. I love that. Breaks it down. Breaks. He breaks it down. He gets even more specific into the process. Verse 14, each one, I told you it was individualized, each one. Eat, there, there, there's a fly being tied for you. Each one, you and me, is tempted when he is dragged away, enticed, and battled. Again, there's a word, exo the word I talked about in the introductory remarks, to lure a fish, to draw a fish out of cover. When the illicit desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin. When sin has run its course, it gives birth to death. Here's what's interesting about life, and especially about temptation, we choose our choices, but we don't choose our consequences. So we have to rely on God to give us the wisdom to look past the hook, to look past the cast to the consequences. And that is this part of temptation. But then James continues to verse 16 don't be misled. In other words, don't be fooled by this sexy looking fly, by the chum in the water, by this accurate caster called the devil. Don't be misled. Every good thing and every perfect gift is from above. And you'll see from the father of lights. And then verse 18, and here, here's some good news. We're kind of, we're kind of turning it here. It was of his own will that he gave us birth by the word of truth so that we would be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. I love that. I have a birthday, write this down. I'm joking. March 16th, that's my birthday. I didn't have anything to do with my birthday. My parents just got together nine months earlier and I was born, I had nothing to do with my birth, nor did you, that's my first birthday, my first. My second birthday occurred when I was younger and I became a follower of Christ. I was born again. You've heard that phrase before, born again. What does that mean? Well, here's how you're born again. The Word of God and the Spirit of God get together, and because of that, we have a new birth. And I've just told you the secret of dealing with temptation, one of the secrets. How do I deal with temptation? It seems like, man, I can't deal with it. It's too strong, it's too powerful. Sing happy birthday. Not your first birthday, your second birthday. And hopefully you've had a second birthday because if you've had a second birthday, that's your spiritual birth. And because we're born again, we're born again into the family of God. We can tap into his power, his inheritance. God will always give us the strength and the power from the inside out to look past the cast, to look past the bait, to see the consequences and to swim the way God wants us to swim. So that's, that's a positive thing. So, so when you feel that temptation, when you see that temptation, when that fly is going by, just go happy birthday to me. Remember that second birthday. Remember who you are, because really, my last name is not Ed Young, Young, Young. No, 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 it's Ed Young Christian. That's my name, because I'm in the family of God. So that's, that's a handle. Another handle is, remember this, you're not alone in your temptation. You're not by yourself. And that's why in the Bible, when it talks about the church, you know, Christianity is not a solo sport. In, in the Bible, it, it always talks about one another, one another, one another, one another, one another, one another, because we rely on each other. Revealing what you're going through, revealing your, your, your feeling, you could say, is the beginning of healing. And usually, if I've thought about something I'm going through, and, and I'm thinking like, man, I don't want to say it. If I say it, they'll think I'm horrible. But when I say it, to some trusted people. They're like, wow, dude, I'm going through the same thing. I'm glad you said that. Because God wants us to grow. He wants us to develop. He doesn't want sin to develop. You know what happens when sin is full grown, it leads to death. When we are full grown, it leads to life, adventure, excitement. But, but, but I love James, man, he keeps it real. It's not easy to live the Christian life. It's not a cakewalk. But we have to realize you're not alone. First Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. There it is. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Here's something else. Remember your birthday? You're not alone. Number three, you're never the underdog. Never, ever. You can never say, I just couldn't take it. Oh my gosh, it was too strong oh I just no 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 we can't say that we can't play the victim obviously we have to use our mind we have to use our wisdom if you ever talk to pilots pilots will talk about payload there's a payload a capacity that a plane can carry for it to take off and to fly God is a payload God he will never put too much on us that we cannot take off and fly above the temptation. I love that, I love that. Remember your birthday, you're not alone. You're never the underdog, no matter what you're dealing with. Here's something else. There will always be an escape route, always when it comes to temptation. But when you're tempted, when, not if, not maybe, no, no. When you're tempted, it'll also provide a way out so you can, say with me, Endure it. We can endure it. Thank you for listening and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional.